Welcome back, Brooklyn Nets fans. We're going to react to the Nets-Pelicans season opener, and uh, it did not go the way that you would want it to as a Nets fan. Pretty disappointing. I know the Nets were maybe two, two-and-a-half-point favorites coming into this game, and right away from the opening tip-off, the Pelicans just looked like the better team, and it continued that way for about 90% of the game. I know the Nets made a run in the late second quarter, but that was about it. They cut it to about eight or nine points at halftime, you're thinking at half, okay, we have momentum, here's our chance, and then Brandon Ingram makes some tough shots, and the Nets just never had answers, and they just got blown out in the third quarter. We don't have a final score yet because I have not finished watching. They're down 21 in the late fourth right now, but... It's safe to say the Nets will lose this game. I guess we'll start with Ben Simmons because I'm sure that will be a main talking point. I feel like on every major show like ESPN and like those type of shows, they're going to be talking about how bad of a debut Ben Simmons had. This was his first real game since, what, like June 2021? It's been a long time, of course, since that Hawks series in 2021. And Simmons' numbers today, he was 2 of 3 shooting, we'll give him that. Missed his only two free throws, had three turnovers to five assists, only five rebounds, and he fouled out once again, which was an issue in that Milwaukee game. He fouled out pretty early in that game, and he fouled out in the early fourth quarter in this one. And speaking of Simmons fouling out, there was a play where Simmons had a clean steal on Zion in the late first or early second quarter, the Nets had some momentum on their side. They cut it to like maybe 13 or 12 points. And Nash did not challenge that play. And I'm like, why don't, why don't you challenge it? And I didn't necessarily agree with that. I know it was early in the game, but like you have to take into account that your team started down by 15, 17 points. You're making a comeback here. You're a guy who, you know, had foul trouble in the last preseason game, just came up with a clean steal. And, you know, you can challenge that play, get the ball back, take a foul away from Ben, but Steve Nash just sits on his hands and doesn't do anything. So not saying it was like egregious that Nash didn't challenge that, but if it were me, I wanted him to challenge that call. But for Simmons, I mean, look, I've been a Nets fan since about 05 or 06, and this has to be the worst debut I've seen for a high-profile Nets player um, since I've been a fan. I mean, this goes back to guys like you know, Darren Williams and, you know, Paul Pierce, KG, whoever, like just high profile Nets making their debut. Um, this was a very ugly one for Ben Simmons and doesn't leave you any more optimistic about him as a player going forward. I mean, I know in the preseason, he had a couple games where he looked good, especially that third game versus Milwaukee. He looked like vintage Ben Simmons. And of course, as I'm watching now, Daron Sharp just turned his ankle. It doesn't look terrible. He's still in the game, but not good. But for Ben, he just was not aggressive the entire night. I don't even think he brought the ball into the paint one time the entire night when he was the dribbler. I mean, he had a couple of alley-oops that he caught and converted. That was nice, but you know, for him being the point guard, initiating the offense, you did not see Ben Simmons go downhill once in this game. I could be exaggerating, but it didn't feel like it happened one time. So maybe I'm not, but um, just a very just underwhelming performance. It's one game. I'm going to try not to overreact too much, but for a guy who hasn't played in so long and already has that reputation of like just not being aggressive sometimes, it was just not what you want to see. So hopefully that fixes itself. And seeing him go 0 for 2 from the free throw line was not really encouraging either. Even Kyrie had an off game, 6 of 19. He played a bit better in the um, late third, early fourth. I mean, Steve Nash, by the way, subs Kyrie back in the game 
with um, seven minutes to go, down 21 points. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, Kyrie just got a technical foul for arguing with the ref or clapping in the ref's face or something. And then, you know, I figured his night was over. But then, no, Steve Nash puts Kyrie back in the game for God knows what reasons. So he looked fine physically, played, you know, good defense. Kyrie, he was engaged, but just couldn't get his shots to fall. So it is what it is. He had a sick shot, though. He made a, He did a spin move on the right baseline and just got caught in the air and then somehow made a left-handed floater falling away from the basket. It was awesome. But the Nets, they really got bad performances out of Ben and Kyrie, especially Ben. I mean, Patty Mills was arguably the best net tonight. I mean, Kevin Durant was probably the best, but, you know, Patty Mills was arguably the top one of the top two nets tonight, and that's not what you want to see. So I, I guess good for Patty Mills having a nice shooting game, but uh, that's not what you want to see. So the Pelicans, they came out right away, and they were going to try and get Valanchunas in the post versus Nick Claxton that you know, size size advantage, the weight advantage, and they try to take advantage of that matchup. They went to Valanciunas very early, very often, and the Pelicans offense got things going on, you know, fast break points, second chance points, points off turnovers. It seemed like the Nets just had no answer there for a while. The Pelicans just dropped 130. Sheesh, 130 to 106. That might be the final score. There's 26 seconds left. Um, but yeah, it, it's just disappointing. I didn't have the highest expectations coming into tonight, but you know, this is not a team that should be getting blown out at home. I respect the Pelicans. They have a very deep roster. They are actually a pretty damn good team. And we saw that post the uh, CJ McCollum trade last year. Now getting Zion back, of course, helps out a lot. But this is a Nets team that should not be getting blown out at home by anybody. And to be losing by, you know, 23 in the late fourth quarter here with 20 seconds to go at home um, is not ideal. But mainly, it's an awful Ben Simmons day, not a very good Steve Nash day from what I saw, an off-shooting night from Kyrie Irving, and... You know, nobody else really did that much. The Pelicans did shoot 46% from three. The Nets only shot 30%. It took the Nets a while to make their first three. The first three was a Markeith Morris three in like the middle of the second quarter. So it took the Nets a while to make their first three to definitely um, influence why they got off to such a slow start. They got out-rebounded 61 to 39. That's definitely huge. The Pelicans had 21 offensive rebounds. The Nets only had nine. And the Nets had 22 assists to 16 turnovers. So they just didn't play well the entire game. I mean, the Pelicans, their biggest lead was 26. They just outright dominated this game. I would love to come here and make excuses for why the Nets didn't play well tonight, but I really can't say anything that would make sense. I mean, the Nets just flat out got outplayed. For KD, he started out the game very, very slow. He had three turnovers and had no points to start the game off, but he got in the rhythm. Second quarter was awesome. To close out the second quarter, he was awesome. He had a tremendous block on Brandon Ingram. If you missed that, go watch it. Great block by KD. KD had a, a pull-up three in transition to cut it to a single-digit game. That was like probably the most hype point for the entire game, that and the block he had. Um, but that was about it. I mean, KD overall was 11 for 21, 32 points. Did have four blocks, so that was good to see. Royce O'Neal had a stretch where he had three steals in like a span of 30 seconds. It was awesome. Royce O'Neal definitely showed up with great effort tonight. Um, only took seven shots. He was four of seven. Did have seven total rebounds. Shot two of three from downtown. I thought Nick Claxton looked all right. He was six of seven, 13 points. One of two from the line, 10 total rebounds, two blocks. Had a couple of impressive and ones. I mean, Claxton definitely was a, a positive tonight. I will say he wasn't tremendous, but definitely a positive. So that was good to see. Uh, Markeith Morris didn't play much. Three minutes. Watanabe played some like garbage time minutes. Didn't really do much. Didn't make a shot. Kessler Edwards garbage time. Dayron Sharp got some early minutes. I think the Nets. So I think Dayron might have been 
the first guy off the bench, honestly, because of the uh, Pelicans having that game plan of going to Valanchunas. I think the Nets realized that they needed some size. So Dayron might have been the first guy off the bench. And, you know, Dayron was not that great. One of eight shooting only four points, did have eight rebounds, but he had a couple moments in this game where he could have came down with the ball, but tried to do it all in one motion, and he missed some easy just point-blank layups at the rim. You can't have that. I mean, he had just too many of those plays, and, you know, Dayron's a guy who's only 20 years old, so to kind of thrust him in there and expect to get that much out of him at this point in his career is not very fair, so I'm sure the Nets will try to at some point get a backup center if the whole Dayron thing doesn't work out early on. Cam Thomas got some minutes. He was one of four, two points. I thought Cam looked all right. He had a very nice pass to Claxton that led to a Claxton N1. Um, so that was good to see Cam Thomas, you know, with some playmaking. But I mean, there was a lot of sloppiness too, not just from Cam. I mean, Cam did have a very sloppy moment. He couldn't dribble the ball off the floor. I think he almost threw a turnover, but just a lot of sloppiness from the Nets offense overall, just passes that were telegraphed by the Pelicans very nicely. The Nets looked way too predictable on offense, and they had no answers. It just seemed like it was last year again where the entire offense just was going to go through Kevin Durant, and hopefully he made his shots. That was pretty much the entire offense. There was no flow. There was at some points. I mean, there were some nice possessions that led to like Patty Mills' three, a um, couple alley-oops to uh, Ben Simmons and some nice N1 passes for Nick Claxton. But I would say for the most part, the Nets offense looked very out of sorts tonight and I didn't leave the game feeling very good about it. Defensively, though, their intensity in the first half, first quarter, I guess, you know, second quarter especially, um, it was much better. We saw a lot of great defensive rotations at one point, so I guess that was an encouraging thing. But in the third, fourth quarter, their defense just pretty much, I mean, they, I don't want to say they gave up, but the Pelicans just made so many shots, and it just, it got to a point where I think guys were kind of checked out because they realized, like, we're not winning this game, so it happens. I guess the good news is that the Nets started out 0-1 last year. They lost that Milwaukee game one, um, and the Nets were in first place for most of October, or for most of November, December, and January, so it's not the end of the world. It's only one game, but I don't leave this game feeling great about Ben Simmons. I don't feel this game. I don't leave this game feeling great about Steve Nash, obviously. So um, that is a bit disappointing. And the Nets obviously had some talented guys out tonight. Seth Curry, um, Joe Harris, of course, was officially announced out after I made my last podcast. So that was kind of crappy to see, but no surprise. Of course, TJ Warren still out. So yeah, I mean, the Nets are missing some important bodies here. But um, just once again, there's no excuse to lose by 22 points on your home floor uh, for a home opener. So that's that's just terrible. So yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I know some fans are going to hit the panic alarm already. Um, you know, I leave this game a bit concerned, but I'm definitely not like giving up by any means. It's like, you know, it's a long season, 81 games left. So we'll see what happens. Maybe they come out Friday versus the Raptors and they beat the crap out of them and we just forget this ever happened. So um, once again, we'll see. And you know what frustrated me watching the highlights here as they're showing them on Yes? Like Zion Williamson had so many post-ups on like the right and left block and every single move, it was just a power dribble to his left hand. And it was like the Nets had no idea it was coming. Like, just cut off his left hand. Like, it, it wasn't that hard. I get Zion's, like, huge, and he's going to, like, knock you over at some points. But, like, they weren't even cutting off his left hand. It was, like, just so frustrating. But they really had no answers for Valanchunas at some points. He had 13 rebounds, 15 points. I'm looking at it right now. Um, just too many, like, easy putbacks for Valanchunas. I get Nick Claxton is, like, 6'11", but he is nowhere, like, weight-wise even close to Valanchunas. And Brandon Ingram made some tough shots. Zion, 25 points. McCollum, 20 one points Trey Murphy 16 
on five of seven shooting. So look, they made their shots. I give the Pelicans a lot of credit. They're a good team once again, but um, part of that is with the Nets defense just not really making it tough enough because a lot of these were just easy Zion layups and easy Valanciunas layups. Ingram made some tough shots, but even McCollum had some very open threes. So that was not good to see. And I'm looking now. The Nets started out the first quarter. The end of the first quarter, it was 32-14 Pelicans. Like when you start out down by 18 points in the first quarter, you're digging yourself quite the hole. And like this was a theme we saw last year, especially the first half of the year back when like Harden was on the Nets. They would always start down like 12-4, to 8-2, to like 14 to 6 like every single game it felt like the Nets started out slow and like that was just a theme last year and hopefully it's not a theme this year because it's so annoying because you want to get up early in these games and just you know get some momentum early on but that was not the case tonight so guys like Ben guys like Kyrie um they'll probably come out next game a bit more aggressive hopefully and you know, we'll find out what happens, but they can't start out this slow in games. They just, they can't afford it. That'll do it. I will talk to you guys whenever. I'm not really sure exactly when my next Nets podcast will be. Looking at the schedule now, maybe after the Raptors game, I'll do one, which is next game. But like the Nets have three days off after that. And then they play three games in four days. So yeah, I might do one on Friday night. We'll see what happens. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the video. Try not to panic yet, but um, definitely a discouraging first game, but it happens. I guess half the league starts out 0-1. That's the best way to look at it. So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the video, and I'll talk to you guys next time.